Five Drive. Catch up. Yes, Daddy. Aleph System. It's called Afraid to Feel. Aren't we all? Five Drive on Five FM. Let me tell you an inspiring story. As we continue on the Africa tour, Vasco Galante is someone I want to introduce you to. This is a man who had made it in life, born in Lisbon, Portugal, lived in Italy and Spain and became a big man and a big company and one day decided for himself that he didn't feel fulfilled. He didn't have all of life's joy that he thought he was going to get from the money, from the success from the status that he had. And long story short, he pivots and he ends up at Gorongosa Park. He gets this dream to work with the people of Africa, local communities, to build a better life. And he does that. He does that in conjunction with people like Greg Carr, who also massive amount of money, but then he takes it and he puts it into restoring one of the greatest parks Africa had ever seen that was ravaged by war. How does this park work? How does such a great successful story take hold and actually exist and manifest that's the story i want to answer for you because i think all of us as people who in some way care about this continent care about this country we want to connect with people that are doing good in it right the five drive africa tour exploring mozambique 2023 what we do is we work with uh, four ministries of this country so we work with uh, the health ministry with the education ministry so when we build a school we build dozens of schools. We are building 27 schools this year. And of course, we are supported by, by, by partners. We have partners. So the, the US aid agency, USAID, is helping us a lot. The governments of Norway, of, uh, of Canada, of Ireland, um, of Netherlands, of Portugal. So we have sizable donations from the, these partners that help us to achieve these objectives. So we are building 27 schools helped by, uh, we have the Car Foundation that is the main donor of the park. So um, a foundation created by Greg Carr, the philanthropist that started the agreement with the, par- with the government of Mozambique in 2000. He signed the agreement in 2008. My message to anybody with money is, um, I mean, what are you going to do? Stick it all in your casket? I mean, why not, <laughs> you know, why not enjoy the joy of philanthropy? I would say to the billionaire next door, go out and enjoy spending your money to help some people. But he started working with the government since 2004 when he first visited. So there was a, a memorandum of understanding that finally became a, a long-term agreement, initial for 20 years. So it was signed in 2008, and it was, uh, so the, ex, the, 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 the date, the period was till 2028. But in 2018, the government of Mozambique decided to extend for 25 years. So now the agreement goes to 2043. And uh, initially, so there was one main donor, uh, the, the Greg Card, the philanthropist. And now we have all these partners that are helping us to achieve different objectives. So we start with the $1 million budget per year. Now we have 20 million. So we are doing uh, a lot of activities. And uh, we have big, big ideas for the future. So we want to do more. We are creating now community conservation areas around the park to protect more, more uh, pristine lands and to, to, to have to preserve the, the forest. We, we, we are working with communities to create income activities that, that will benefit them. 
And so there is a lot of things going on. And, uh, and uh, of course, if we talk about science, we have this master's in conservation biology that you are doing. We, we already uh, graduated 24 masters that are placed all over Mozambique in different protected areas, so in different parks and reserves. And uh, we have more 12 that are now doing the, the second year, so they will graduate this year. Next year, we start with more 12. And so there is an ongoing process. We have internships for young youngsters that have a high potential in the local communities that come here. They, we prepare them to go to university. For the girls in the girls' clubs, when they finish the 12th grade, uh, if they they uh, they have potential, we 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 try to help them. We we grant we provide grants for them to go to the university if they want to follow uh, a career, more more academic career. So there is a lot of things going on that are not really related with wildlife. Mm. Wildlife is a component. It's very important. Of course, it's a beautiful place. It's lovely to be surrounded by lions and elephants and uh, buffalo and whatever. But it's not enough. We need we need. To, uh, to, 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 to assure that all this place will be preserved for posterity, that uh, our grandkids, your grandkids, when they can come here and still see uh, the iconic African wildlife in this place. But this is possible if we have everybody on board, especially the local communities. They have to be part of the process. And so they have to benefit by of being neighbors of this place. And that's what we're trying to achieve here. It's a long story, but it's a good one. And it's one about how they took a place on our continent next door to ours that was devastated. And they put back life and opportunity into its land. How did they do it? We're going to find out this week on the show. Go to social media, go to the app if you want to catch these stories again. Gorangos. It's Karen DeSal and I'm Saki called Jacaranda on 5. So picture this, right? I was sitting... On the veranda of Vasco Galante, who is the communications director, the media specialist at the park of Gorongosa. And behind us is just tropical bush, right? There's like monkeys jumping in the trees and it's a beautifully hot afternoon. And we're sat there on this like beautiful pine furniture and we're chatting about the girls club that you met earlier and the different work that they're doing in the community. And... I kind of felt at some point a need to ask him the question of, you know, is there a pushback in any way um, with regards to the work that you're doing? And here was his answer to that. And I imagine it's, there are challenges because I know, like, for example, in South Africa, you, globally, there's an incredible amount of research about one of the ways or the most powerful ways to uplift a community is to empower the females within the community because of the role that they play within the household and the more time that they can have toward being able to like create means of economic um, benefit for the family it, it's it's like widely studied and accepted but also I know that there's a lot of pushback um, in general to the concept of like re-engineering societal frameworks and stuff mm -hmm. like that so I imagine that this there is pushback on certain things and things get debated and of course, uh, you know, uh, if you are a social anthropologist, probably you will have some questions. Uh, but the reality is this. There was a civil war in this country that took 16 years. One million people died. And all the society was dismembered and fragmented. This is the reality here that happened. So local to this, no more, you know, kids go to school, even if the education system was perfect, but they go to school. They are losing their traditional beliefs. 
uh, they don't want to be farmers like their parents. They want to. They now they have access to internet. They have the CTV. They understand there is a world outside that is completely different from what their parents had. This is the reality. So, uh, of course, if you go to a small village in the top of the mountain, people that never saw TV, never saw a mobile phone, uh, they don't even know what is Mozambique. Yeah, we will destroy the structure, the social structure of that uh, society if we introduce them to all that. But this, this, this is the exception. So this, this, the, indeed, there are. I, I, I met people that have never seen a white face before. So I, I was deep in the mountain and I met people that were afraid of me because they were seeing a white face they have never seen before. But that is an exception. We are surrounded by thousands of kids that go to school, um, they see TV, they have mobiles, and they want to have a better life. They have, they have never participated in any war, they don't want to be in a war. Um, they just want to have a better life. And so that means they want better food, they want better clothes, and to achieve that, they need education. TikTok. <laughs> uh, when we were sitting with Vasco Galante from Gorongosa Park, the one thing that just struck me as interesting is, you know, I'd said that they had this big philanthropist, Greg Carr, donated so much of his money. Uh, they'd work with the Mozambican government. But if you go and you check out what they're doing, they've got like... Fifteen, as a random guess, science projects going on. Like some of the most cutting-edge research about beetles and bats is happening at this place. Mm. Um, they've got within the community. I was l- rattling off like fifteen different community projects that they have going. Um, they also function as a place that does game drives, and people go out and explore. Like you could go the same way you'd go to the Kruger. It's this huge network of wildlife and science and community and tourism. It just it blew my mind, and I, I kind of wanted to know from Vasco how this was all put together like what was this what was their ecosystem like considering that there's such a wide um group of stakeholders government and donors and local communities and all of that is there like a a a smaller like a board or a brains trust yes yes there is we created this this structure that uh, we with stakeholders and uh, so we we are so if you look at our organigram so we we are under the ministry of environment and there is an oversight committee uh, and there is a, a, a kind of stakeholder committee where uh, the local government is part and local communities are part and they meet uh, regularly to, to kind of checking what is going on. And we publish our reports explaining what we are doing. And we are always having, you know, we are, so we are surrounded by six uh, districts. So uh, every month, one of the, the governments of the district is coming here to do a kind of audit and uh, to to understand what's going on, um, and so this is a permanent process because the, these these local governments they have a short term, so they are mm. usually for two three years. So it means that in my 18 years here, I saw, you know, six di- different administrators for Gorongosa District, six di- administrators for Shiringoma or for Muenza, for Nyamatanda or or uh, Maringue or Dondo. So these are the districts around us, Muenza. So we, this is a process that is always, uh, people are changing and we have to always try to educate, I would say, but basically to explain what we are doing because this is a new concept. So in addition to, as I said, the girls club, they are legitimately some of the most important bits of research being done on everything from bats to beetles to bugs to wild dogs in the area. Like I found this really fascinating. We're having dinner the one night and they say to us that, they have introduced wild park wild dogs into the game park from South Africa because the animals weren't behaving like 
with enough instinct. They were just sort of too casual, too relaxed, and that disrupts ecosystems. So you put the wild dogs in, and I'm massively oversimplifying this, but to uh, to keep the animals on their toes because they become predators that hunt animals that otherwise would just be kind of like too chilled out and that's not in the interest of the circle of life and all that kind of thing really 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 interesting a lot of these stories i'm sure you'll hear as the week goes on and plays out on the five drive africa tour but like i said everything from the show today it's on the app go and check it out down on five it's local music we're going to reconnect you now to Gorongosa and Mozambique on the Five Drive Africa Tour to paint the picture really quickly in case it's the first time you're listening. We went to go explore this park in the middle of central Mozambique that was ravaged by war and a series of people with money and good intention have been restoring not only the park but also the people who live there, their lives, their dignity. There's something called the Girls Club which educates over a thousand girls that live in local villages that are in and around the park's area. And... They do things like massively increasing the amount of young women that actually end up finishing high school because the dropout rate is alarmingly high. And Vasco, who's one of the directors at the park, uh, is speaking to me. We're sitting on his balcony, looking out into the bush behind us, but beautiful tropical green bush. And he's speaking about this idea of why it is that they're trying to change things in these areas. The, the girls club came as a good idea. We said, okay, let's, let's, let's help uh, the girls to identify um, possibilities for their future. You know, they help them, of course, the math, the literacy, so they help also them to be better students and to understand better what's going on in school. But they teach them uh, children's rights and uh, human's rights and uh, they start showing them what they can be in the future. If they, keep, if they keep studying, they can be anything they want. They can be teachers or doctors or nurses or guides or rangers or uh, politicians or whatever. So they, there's a, a huge uh, wide range of possibilities for a girl that they were not aware of at all. Because for, in the past they were just, okay, um, I'll be like my mother. So I'm married and I'll have kids and I, and I keep you know, tilling the land and that's it. I will cook for a man and that's it. There is nothing else I can do. And, um, and so this opened a new world for girls. And the initial we start uh, in 2016 with five clubs. And uh, like a proof of concept, we understood that the clubs were, going, were working well and we start preventing early marriage, marriages. So we start being encouraged. So we create a system where there's the animators in the school um, and we brought to help us godmothers. So we brought ladies that are respected in the village and that can give advice. And uh, whenever a girl is not showing up, we see there is a problem here. So they go and talk with the family and understand what's going on and try to convince them that it's not a good idea to marry your daughter when she is 13. She can die giving birth. It's, she is not prepared to be a, a mother. It's too soon. Let her stay in school. And if she is a good student, she can even go to university one day. And so she, if, if you are expecting, because the families do this also to receive the, the so-called lobolo. <laughs> Basically a girl, a young girl is traded by a couple of goats or a couple of capulanas, you know, the dressings and sandals or, or a hoe or, you know, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. So things that are worth probably $100 or, or even less. And so they say, if you, if you want to you know, benefit from the fact that you have a, a, a daughter, 
um, if you study a head of salary in the future, she can help you when you are older. So it's a better deal for you if you are patient and let her uh, study and have a choice of what she wants to do. The girls' club in Garangasa is just one of innumerable stories that are so incredibly interesting and impactful and just world-changing that are going on at that part of the world that's in our neighboring country, which is the kind of stories we wanted to capture, document, and give to you to do with whatever you want, listen to, engage with, find interesting on this year's Africa. Uh, so this hour, we got to do some pretty cool stuff with the Africa tour. We met like pangolins on the show today at a research rehabilitation center. We spoke about this girls project, which is training girls from young villages where there is an alarmingly high rate of dropout in education and just kind of got to see also all the research that they're doing really interesting stuff in this park if you want to go and find what you missed you know what it is this is what you've missed on the five drive africa tour mozambique 2023 you know they help them of course the math the literacy so they help also them to be better students and to understand better what's going on in school but they teach them uh, children's rights and uh, human rights from us, though, we're out of here. Judah, you're going to go drive a race car. Jude looks like a race car driver. Do I look like a race car driver? I no. Just, he's got, got that like, classic sports look. You know what I mean? Everything uh, is like very sports branded. You've got a... What's that kind of top called? It's a... It's like a, it's like a training jersey. Training jersey and a, a flat cap. You look good, man. Oh, thank you. Uh, now I'm going to go for a session of paddle now. Um, and this is the cap I wear when I play paddle. Good luck to you. Good luck thank to you. us all. Um, we'll see you tomorrow. Flying after party on five. I couldn't believe when we were out in Gorongosa on uh, one of their floodplains, busy going around in a boat, that something like this could exist. Because I always thought in my mind, a floodplain is something that takes up like a little bit of space and happens for a couple of weeks and then disappears. I didn't know that you could be on a floodplain and cruise around in a boat for like over an hour and during that time see... Incredible amounts of hippopotamus and crocodiles and all different kinds of birds. It's a mesmerizing spectacle to behold. And as we experience ours out on the boat in Gorongosa, this is what we got to see and experience with our guide, Richard. Yeah, I think from a distance there, if you look just inside those tree lines, you see something there, the building? Yeah, that's a Casa de Leons in Portuguese. So that is a line house. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. It was built in 1940. It's quite old. Almost 8 what? Uh, 1940, it's about 82, 83 years old, right? Somewhere there. Yeah, so that is where they started. Um, kind of like the accommodation, but that was like their only small private hunting kind of concession. And uh, the only problem, I think they had no idea this plate could be flooded. So they did build it. There were three um, bungalows, three accommodation there, and then one, that big one in the middle was a dining. So you could go up on the top um, because 1960, early those days, this place was packed with wildlife, right? It was it's good. I think it was topping above all these parks in Africa, from Kruger to whatever, Tanzania. It was one of the best park um, in this uh, sub-region. Southern Africa. So we, they had everything in here. It was more flooded, like good grass. We had lots of buffaloes, wildebeest, zebras. They had even beautiful lions here. Best pride of lions, cheetahs, um, 
some rhino, both, black and white rhino, but uh, they were uh, concentrating on those uh, heroes there and coming into flight for drinking and then head back there. There's no rhinos there anymore? Nothing normal. I mean, remember they had a quite um, hectic civil war here many years ago, so it was uh, pretty much like what is, uh, quite a lot of years fighting. It ended up 1992, that's where they had the first um, ceasefire, um, peaceful agreements. Then after that again, you know, there were those things which breaks out every day, two or three years. But now it's very quiet. Uh, since they've signed another agreement in 2019, it's great now. Everything's concentrating, trying to build up the country, which I'm, we're hoping it stays that way. Stays like that. Yeah. Uh, it won't be this, you know. You never uh, know. Yeah. Fight in between, yeah, like what is happening in Cap which is up north. They say that's a little better now? Or? Yeah, it's better now. It's very quiet, actually, to be honest with you. I mean, we are allowed now to go even to the mountain, to do birding up in the mountain. In, in Cap Drigado? Cap Drigado is. is um, Insurgents there, I don't know what is happening there. There's, there's, it's quite difficult to to stop it. I mean, I'm not a politician, but uh, yeah, it's completely in instability. Very sad, but I'm sure one day it will happen. It will be better. So every year, a fascinating phenomenon occurs in Gorongosa Park. The annual floodplain during the rainy season. Torrential downpours, the river gets full to its brim. And it breaks on the banks and suddenly the low-lying lands get this sprawling aquatic landscape filled with wildlife and beautiful creatures and also near the banks of what they thought was going to be a house for lions before knowing that this annual event was going to occur each year. We're busy uh, almost getting to the end of another incredible Africa tour, but the stories that we tell, the pointers that they live on, right, they don't just exist in the ether of two weeks of show they go onto the app and you can also hear a lot more there's a lot more meat on the bone there just this hour alone you might have missed some of this stuff this is what you've missed on the five drive africa tour mozambique 2023 okay so we will just like three hours as i said we're just gonna cruise down here slowly looking for these crocodiles and hippopotamus and then we might enter that sungwe uh, Sungwe, what we call Sungwe, it's like a small river. Sungwe into all the way close to Lake Urema and then make a U-turn. Somewhere along the line will stop for sundown. That sundown is possibly the greatest view that I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, floodplain, sunsets, thousands and thousands of birds. We actually, we posted a reel up with that, I think about like a week ago, and it's on Fivehim's Instagram page. Go and check that out. We'll see you tomorrow at three o'clock, if you like. Have a great evening. Here's Calvin Harris. Why wait? It's called My Way. Roger Good is on his way. Catch up from some of the best moments from the 5 Drive team by going to 5FM's catch up page on the 5FM app or 5FM.co.city.